estas? Me llamo Travis. Bienvenidos. We are live There's that wave. Chris Simmons, Travis Farrell. I'm wearing the same shirt for the second time in a week. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It's my bee rabbit. You oh say it dear. before they can. Oh, boy. Uh, we're at Midcoast Studio in Grand Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Excited to be here. Very fun show planned for you today. Our good friend Chris Davis leaves us for Nashville and a new opportunity closer to home. He'll join us in the 9 o'clock hour. And then we'll have comedian Erica Rhodes, who's at Helium tonight at 8.30 today. Travis Drell, I mentioned you're here. We've got a surprise. We'll unveil when our first mm, guest I gets love here. Appealing. So that'll be a good time. Uh, but first, let's say hello to the Witcher's assistant, Christopher Gardner. Hey, Gardy. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Magic Eye and... What is it? Out of BC? Ah, from Oz. Thank yeah. you. Whoa. The way you're wearing your hat. Oh, there. thank you. Yeah, I looked at that Don't for a moment. That's why. Out of BC was a rapist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a terrible human being. I forgot. He's well, bad. he was in prison. <laughs> it's true, Chris. He was in prison. A lot, that, of, good that's, that's a lot of good men in prison. Oh, no, that's fair. But we know that he was not He was one not of a us. good man. Yes. He was not. A, he gave a guy AIDS by pricking him with a needle. Yeah. That was. Out of BC was so mean. You were so rude, sir. Yeah. And then on Game of Thrones, he got out of prison and he went and uh, was a slave trader. He tried to make the little guy a slave. Really? Yeah. He was in. Game How's of that? Thrones? He was as a slaver. Yeah. Yeah. It was. An, I think it was an, an episode. Hanging out in Slavers Bay. Yeah. Where slavers hang out. Apparently. You would think so with that name. It'll be easier to of course, spot. Some people assume I'm a gardener. This is also and not true not at accurate. all. I don't think anybody's ever thought that with you. Did oh, they no. ever think you were a point guard from a zoo? Uh, <laughs> you want a, a little story? Here we go. Oh, boy. Uh, my brother, Marcus Denman, played there as uh -huh. well. Ron Jacober used to be the sports director over at KMOX when I was working there. And uh, he was doing sports on a Sunday morning, as they have for a number of years over there. And it was during the Thomas Gardner era he's doing highlights one morning, and I'm on my way into work, right. and I'm listening, and I start laughing out loud in the car because you hear him throwing to the highlight going, Chris Gardner was a bundle of energy for the Tigers yesterday. That's Gardner great. to the rim, jam time, or whatever it was for Mike Kelly. And uh, I was like, ah, oh. he screwed up and said my name. And so I cut that, and I have that somewhere. That's, That's fantastic. Yeah. You should make a highlight reel of uh, all the times important, smart people have said your name on the radio. Mm. Yeah. Well, I used to have the one of Will Smith at a press <laughs> junket when he was doing stuff for the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. And he had, I had, uh, I had it on my voicemail at one point, and he was, he said, "Chris Gardner could only happen in America." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is pretty nice. true." Yeah. So there's stuff like that. But uh, Chris thought I, uh, we weren't going to notice he was wearing the same shirt twice in one week and tried to take that from us for mentioning it, which I appreciate that strategy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we were going to point that straight up. Did you do a did you start a new laundry? You did laundry recently. So then you I have a new rotation. Regularly. Yeah. 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 Very true. So I, I threw some laundry in on Tuesday before I believe I wore this Monday. Yeah. Because that was our magic eye discussion. Mm -hmm. And I stood there at my mirror on my closet in my room, and I held this shirt. And I thought, surely this isn't that tough of a show. 
that I couldn't slip this by, but I was wrong. Pre-show, I was called out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could do the Travis thing and make note of the 900th Parkway North hoodie. Well, a hoodie's different, though. <sighs> Damn it, it is. Kind of a jacket, isn't it? Yeah. It's 22 degrees today in St. Louis. Is it really? It was chilly this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 47. See, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the White House just put out a tweet with the sun shining and uh, okay. palm trees. Uh, palm trees. But you were thinking that because we're not that fashion oriented that we wouldn't notice. It's not that at all. It's I understand the rotation and the process of rotating your your shirts and such. Sure. So I'll notice because. It's very rare, I think, that I would have one shirt that I'll wear tw- twice in a week because I don't normally do laundry till a Friday or Saturday. Sure. So you obviously have done laundry in the middle of the week to bring your rotation in a different manner. That's all. It's just your process is different. Process. Is that right, Travis? That's exactly what it is. Okay. So. I don't think that's it at all. Really? I don't think that's it at all. Okay. That's all I got. Well, at least no one called you a fraud. Hmm? Well, the king of transitions is here, and I ain't talking about Jenner. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. At least you weren't hanging out in the Manchester area pretending to be Omar Oliveris, former St. Louis Cardinal pitcher. <laughs> this is your yeah, lead? Yeah, this is my lead, because this is hilarious. Yeah, this is so my wait, lead. Can we, can we both focus and just put our guns down for Tigar and just blame it on whatever group of people I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to blame anybody I'm just here to, to bask in the beauty of the story okay please uh for those who are not familiar Omar Olivares used to be a pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals back in the late 80s early 90s and um early uh, to mid 90s early to mid 90s okay and and here's the thing in St. Louis uh former ball players have a tendency to, to still live in the area they uh, <laughs> raise their family and uh, that they open, walk amongst open car us. Dealer sh- Actually, you know what? That's an old trope. I, there hasn't been. One. I don't. Yeah, I don't read. Did Ozzy Smith reason. maybe have a maybe, car dealership? Maybe very briefly back in the day, but <clears> it wasn't his anything. Discovery Zone purchases. Yeah, but I don't think anyone that I'm aware of right Did now Ozzie in Smith St. Louis. Discovery Zone. I think he was a partner. It was called Ozzy's Discovery Zone for a little while, right? Yeah, but I think he was a partner. I think he was kind of one of the. the let yeah. me put the face and on then it. He had nine restaurants. A restaurant yeah. was the thing. Yeah. Brett Hull had a restaurant too, and Ozzy still has a. Charlie yeah. Spoonhour had a restaurant. Ozzie really? St- yeah, Spoonhour had one. I remember that. Ozzie he he should have had a cereal place. What was that? Yeah, we gotta look into that. We should do a thirty for thirty on Our how all these athletes and coaches ended up having these restaurants. But I digress. <laughs> there is a gentleman apparently in St. Louis who decided to take it upon himself to impersonate this former St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Omar Oliveras. He was <laughs> discovered. Uh, recently, in an investigation, police got into contact with the actual Omar Oliveras, who actually lives in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. He told police he did not sell any sort of memorabilia in the St. Louis area. Police said they arrested the man who was identifying himself as Omar Oliveras, a picture, of course, of the Cardinals through the 90s and 1995. Police said he was using this scam to sell counterfeit memorabilia and asking people to loan him money that he never paid back. <laughs> hmm. Well, in today's day and age, I mean, couldn't he say he identifies as Oliveras? Well, the man himself hasn't mm-hmm. been publicly identified. They say once uh, it ha- the charges have been officially issued, uh, his name will be released. Oh, I hope he's black. Mm. That would be so funny. 
the people are so dumb. They're just like, oh, okay. He oh. has uh, 77 and 86 in his career with a 4.67 ERA. Okay. He so retired from baseball in 2001 after a season with the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is funny to me because I think I think I know where Chris is getting with this point is that just on site, you just decide to loan money to a guy <laughs> who said he was a former St. Louis Cardinals pitcher. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me it's as simple as me going to West County Mall and saying I'm Dexter Fowler and people mm-hmm. will give me money yep. if I signed their T-shirts. Kind of and on their them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how you, like, if you go. I had a friend say it was Fernando Vina, and it kind of worked. <laughs> All you got to do <laughs> is be like under 5'7", with a strong, yeah. okay shape. You yeah. can be out of shape at this point even with dark hair. Mm-hmm. And do the circle goatee. And that's, that's what it was. All you need. And we were at MP O'Reilly's when he did this. Who have you been mistaken for? Have you been? Uh, like really, like the person. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, sweet butt. Yeah. I watched. Oh, it. it's a man. I watched it happen to Travis, and it was very real. And we've told on the air before, and I don't know if he'll tell it again. That's Travis used to wear himself some big fake bling. I want. <clears throat> I want to say it was fake. I say it wasn't uh, authentic. <laughs> really, Jaw Rule? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a Jaw Rule move right there. In, in college towns, or in the college town we were in, there would be groups of traveling students, maybe from Asia, definitely from oh, Asia. Oh, no. Yes, this did happen. This young Asian couple came into the restaurant I was a server at, uh, and and I I... Couldn't believe it, and they so did real. It. It's so real, and it wasn't. I don't. They really weren't attempting to be <clears throat> offensive. No, they were legitimately certain of themselves that the person that was serving them was Chris Tucker. How'd they say it? You Chris Tucker. <laughs> I know you, Chris Tucker. I'm like I. I say I'm a huge Chris Tucker fan. I. That is actually a compliment, so good. but I don't want you leaving oh, here today thinking I'm, that you met Chris Tucker. I'm falling I over. Like falling I, over. I was I like, didn't. I told you. I and that was in that moment. Like I was really like, if, if people were like, oh, you guys so immediately get outraged and very sensitive. I wasn't. I my first concern was you were going to leave this restaurant and tell others that you saw Chris Tucker, and I don't want you to leave with that incorrect information. Mm. I am, for one, appreciate the compliment, think Chris Tucker's a talent, good-looking guy, thank you. However, I am not Chris Tucker. No, no, <laughs> Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker. Better moment between <laughs> us, that or, Chris Tucker. or me being you know, in shape for the first time in a while, and we go to the rec center, and I put on. I I was like I was I was hot dogging a little bit. I could dunk again, and it had been a minute. And a group of students was there. Travis. <laughs> they thought they were watching Larry Bird incarnate, didn't they? Man. <laughs> oh. It, it was yeah. What kind of students? They Asian were Asian students. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. But it happens. Well, no, but it makes sense because Columbia has a, a lot of students who are entering the states for the first time ever. <laughs> Clapping in a rec center. And so this did is you all tell that story that. just so you oh. could tell that story? Yeah, I did. It was oh, a lead up. Yeah, yeah. It was basically, so it cancels each other out. All right. But no, no, it happened. I, but I don't think, I could never, like even when people were mistaken us for players they thought were on the team or we were players on the team, like, that would be weird. Sure, you could have got away with it and got a free drink or two, but it felt 
weird because one, it's a small town. Eventually, eventually, it was yeah. gonna get around that you were impersonating or attempting to impersonate another person, and so I just can't imagine people in the St. Louis area being silly enough. Eventually, to loan money to Omar Oliver. <laughs> My dad roofed his house. <laughs> For real? Yeah. So you can see now. You could be lying to us, and we'd, we just have to believe you. See, what eventually happens is like the security guards at bars that would say they were football players, the mm-hmm. football players' girlfriends would eventually find out, and then the football player would have to go confront them, and it's awkward. Yeah. This is pretty funny. I, I have to admit, I, I can't remember where the house was, though. Why Omar Oliveris? Is that just something probably somebody used to tell him he used to look like him? So hey, the person you, probably you, looks Do you know what his number was? What? Zero, zero. Oh, double zero. And that made it his initials. Oh, nice. I get it now. Yeah. But my question is, who would, it has to be, I hope the person, I want to see the mugshot because oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like Chris. I'm, I either hope he's really, really black. I would have chosen Or Real he's Cormier. really, really white. Real, Real, Real Cormier is solid, but he's a lefty. Mm-hmm. Can you pull that off? No. Ah, see, that's it. People will Well, be you like, say you tore your, uh, yeah. you're like, oh, uh, heading down uh, to see uh, Dr. Andrews. Uh, well, I, I've gotten better with my right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Real Cormier, I think, would have been my play. All right, Chris, you got to pick a '90s, mid, early to Ooh, mid '90s St. Louis Cardinals one. that you would not, probably been mistaken for. Will Clark? No, definitely Greg Jeffries. What? Greg yeah. Jeffries is kind of small. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. kind of short. Brad okay. Penny. <laughs> okay, okay, but that Are wasn't we mid '90s. We're talking mid '90s later in the 2000s, but huh, yeah, I definitely can see the Brad Penny thing. I, Similarity scores, according to Baseball Reference, for uh, Omar Oliveris. Mm-hmm. Just if you're looking for comps, Pat Rapp, Ooh. Kevin Correa, mm. Rodrigo Lopez, oh. Bruce Chen. I remember Bruce Chen. Oh. Bruce Chen started with the Braves. Trevor Cahill. So those are just a few. Uh, if you're looking bad. for That's some not comp. bad comp, 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 company. Uh, uh, horrible company. <laughs> no, Pat Rap had a year. Average ERAs had to be like five. Pat Rap had a year. Shut up, Chris. Shut up. Shut your face. Bernard Gilkey would be what I probably would get mistaken for. That's back tough, though. He's a St. Louis, though. He is a St. Louis. He's a city guy. I would never impersonate him. I'm saying yeah, that too. If you the try guy. to impersonate that, you're. It's kind of hard to be a black person and impersonate a cardinal these days. Like two on the team now, mm-hmm. so two too many. Well, here you go. That's why the, the '80s would be good. '80s is yeah. always so. Good. If you're the right age for that, that's when you could, be, uh, you could definitely pull that. Lonnie Smith, African American, Big Lee Smith. That'd well, be my my one. black comp. Uh, Lee Smith is tough. Mm-hmm. You know Lee Smith. Lee Smith is a mountain of a human being. He's like, like he is the black mountain. From Game of Thrones, they're a black version of that show. He would be the mountain. He is an intimidating human being. Like I've yeah. never, as a kid, there were only a handful of athletes that like really scared the shit out of me, like Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason. They should have. Um, and I think it was uh, definitely Lee Smith. Why do all the black said. ones scare you? No white ones scare you. Because they'll see right through him. He he can't. Was there a white? I will. Uh, Bill Lambier. I was like, man, that's a crazy white boy. And that, that was Seven my first time I was like, I was like, man, he a white boy and he got brothers backing him. Oh, yeah, he lethal. You can't beat that. Mm. And you got a white boy that's that big mm. and he already got the privilege. And then he get black oh, and wow. white privilege on top of it. Interesting. With the protection of what? Dennis Rodman and yeah. Well, yeah. Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn is where it was at. What, okay, you could have gone Bernard Gilkey, 
Ray Langford. What about Mark Witten? Hard hitting. Nah, that's. I know what it is for you. Hard hitting Mark Witten. Not do you not do you think Brian Jordan or no? See, he would tell us Brian Jordan, but he knows we'd call him out too quick. Um, Brian Jordan was an NFL safety. Gerald Perry. There's Gerald Perry. Oh, you know what? That might be your play. I think Terry Pendleton with the Braves is more your call. Who had the more annoying (laughs) batting stance? Gerald Perry or Mark Witten? Talk Ooh. about two batting stances that were just absolutely I would have ridiculous. tried to, to do... Uh, Gerald Perry would play it like until he was like 49. He did. Trip Cromer. Trip Cromer, wow. Trip Cromer. Talk about going down that memory lane. Royce says Bob Tewksbury. Tewksbury would be a good Tukes. one. Where is Tewks, man? Dude, I don't see Tewks around the ballpark as much. Where does Tewks live? Where is he living these days? You know what I could say? I, and this is, again, a lefty. But uh, he fell off the face of the earth after the 96 uh, NLCS. Um what if I just told everyone I, I'm Donovan Osborne and uh, this is me after I came back from my cabin in the woods? Mm. And so I can just try and sell myself as Donovan Osborne now. Yeah. Fun fact about Bob Tewsbury, uh current mental skills coordinator for the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. I there did not go. know that. Oh, yeah. He's he, written a book or two. Career That's ERA pretty dope. 392. I like it. That's not bad. I'm trying to find a good one for Chris. What's your exact height? Sick. I mean... Six three and a half with no shoes on. Yeah, like, you like said exact. Like how he threw with no shoes on. <laughs> I'm not saying six you four. Throw that in there. I'm not Why saying do you six have to four. Say that? You said exact height. Yeah, so six three and a half. Mm. Right. That's all you had to say. Not with no shoes on. Fancy foyer. <laughs> says he heard someone was going around impersonating Jamie Moyer. Now that's the thing. I think in this town, if you're going, you cannot maybe impersonate a hockey player. Eric Pappas. Yeah, because they got the uh, yeah the mask. Yeah, so we need to start. You you got to now that's happened. Cardinals fans know they're Cardinals. Now that did happen to me. Uh, The young African American, very stoned gentleman at the mall. At the mall, we probably thought you were made Travis's fat year fat Tarasenko. He thought I was a guard for the Rams or played hockey or something. <laughs> Remember that? Like you, you played for the Rams. You, you Adam Timmerman. I was like, I have a winter jacket on and I'm a little overweight. <laughs> Thank I you, look sir. stouter than I am. Jesus, okay, sir, leave me be. Alan Watson. Alan Watson. The good uh, reliever. Uh, yeah, though no, the pitcher. He was starting pitcher. He's six three. He was a starting pitcher. Well, they, it doesn't have to just be height. I mean, see. No, I'm trying handsome to handsome as the day is long. And Bad. But when are we? Got, but my, my at, question is: Picture of Alan Watson. Go to his baseball reference page. But I'm assuming. I think we could pull this off. I'm assuming the loan, though. Yeah, I could pull that off. I'm assuming the loan. Chris is now Alan Watson. Oh God, don't, let's not in person. You're people. Gerald Perry. Oh God, I don't want to be. Okay. Who do you want to be then? I I said I want to be Bernard Gilkey. Can I at least get Bernard Gilkey? You can't be a St. Louisan. Why? Can we can we tell you tell people that you're what happened to Aaron Miles? I don't know why I just like the but idea that's of too Aaron late. Miles. It's too late, though. Too noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be. Uh, I'm between Trip Cromer and uh, Donovan Osborne. The Donovan Osborne backstory is really appealing to <laughs> okay, me. Okay. Good. All right. We'll find someone besides Gerald Perry for you. Okay. I just think in this town it'd be very, very difficult. <laughs> Brown. Well, how difficult do you think it'd be Bernard Gilkey when he's from here? I don't know. Shout out to like... Tom Brown. I saw him at the grocery store yesterday. We gave each other the quick nod. Uh, drunks <laughs> used to come up to me thinking I was Dwight Schrute. 
John Brown. That's great. Interesting. The one time it, it like truly, truly happened to me was the time in the store where the the kid thought it, he thought it was somebody to know. Who. The other time I think I've talked about it was at a concert and I was standing on the side of the stage and somebody on some psychedelics thought I was a guitar player for a band and wouldn't drop it. That was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. No, was, there have been um, there have, yeah there have been times. Yeah, it's very weird. It's I don't know. People think yeah I don't know why people would though. I can understand mistaken identity. I can understand, but like I think I just saw Bob Tewksbury in Target. Okay, whatever. But to then go, uh, oh Bob Tewksbury, you need five thousand dollar loan. All right, here you go. Yeah. Take care of Tooks. Like th- no, go, go wait, card. go away. Like wait, hold on. So so I I want to say yes. This person obviously impersonating Omar Oliveris should be punished. Also, the people who gave the money should not be allowed restitution. Well, their children should be taken away. <laughs> they should not be allowed restitution. Oh, well, it depends. What if they do have children? Well, well, they need that money to feed them. If you have children, don't be you just hand the money Omar to Omar Oliveris. Yeah. A farmer Cardinal's pension that you need, to, you need to probably have your children taken away from you. Maybe. So uh, maybe that's a, maybe, maybe. That's a good, um, you know, kind of barometer. Yeah. For I just, you can't, I don't. Huh, this is interesting. I would love to. This this is where it would be fun to be in in the FBI. What about Milt Thompson? Okay, that works. What's going on, Milt Thompson? Or Pedro Guerrero? Pedro Guerrero, maybe I could get away with. I can't. I hear, mean, he looked good. I can't. Hear. He a little bit heavier, but he looked good. Maybe Pedro Guerrero is the move. That works. Except the problem whenever I hear his name is I think of a nine one one call that OJ Simpson made. Have you ever heard that mm-hmm. one? Did he like and drop Pedro Guerrero's name? Yeah, he dropped Pedro Guerrero's Shut name. Up. This is when Nicole was still alive. Was he oh, saying? God. Was he asserting that uh, she was messing with Pedro Guerrero? He, he said, "My wife Nicole is doing cocaine with Pedro Guerrero." <laughs> and so now, whenever I've heard the audio of it, so now whenever I hear Pedro Guerrero's name, and he had some health issues late, recently, that all I can think of is when O.J. Simpson said, "My wife is doing cocaine with Pedro Guerrero." I, d- I don't know what to do with that information. I know it's that so is, ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous statement. And it's the only thing I can think of when I hear his name. It's I feel amazing. like we should rename our podcast. My wife Nicole Dude, is doing cocaine, cocaine with Pedro Guerrero. I'm gonna have to try and find this. I think I just, I think we just had an epiphany. We've been doing this all wrong. We <laughs> should have been doing a true crime show on like- the true crime within the true crime. Everybody's talking about the OJ murder. No, no, no. We're this podcast focused solely on. My wife, Nicole, is doing cocaine uh-huh. with Pedro Guerrero. That is what we're going to do our true crime story. Write that down, Gardner. That's going to oh. be the spinoff of We Are Live. We're going to do a 10-part series. We're going to end up getting 200,000 views. Okay, here's... <laughs> no, don't give too much of the story away. I want to savor this. I want I to go in I want to make sure depth. I get the qu- quote right. Okay. She's been doing drugs for two days with Pedro Carrera. Okay, now okay, that's gonna be the. There's name. more to it, but I'll leave it at okay, that. Okay, leave for it now. at that. We'll because we'll try to do because I want to make one of those true crime videos, and I think this may be the, the name opportunity of our, for our us true to do crime it. podcast. Is she's been doing drugs for two days with Pedro Carrera? Yes. I want to get to the bottom of that. I want there is so much to dive into. Also, how do people forget? I just why. It's like people just breeze over that. And it, it's the reason why people are embracing like this conservative tilt with the St. Louis Cardinals because the 80 Cardinals were just out here out of control. <laughs> or just 80. Stole a lot of bases. <laughs> stole a lot of bases. <laughs> uh, so I wonder that. I think maybe Dorothy Light, we've looked at her all wrong. She's like, 
I've experienced almost two day, two decades of right. cocaine she's just, she's and used players. She's, she's just, just tired. Like, like the blue hair. I just right. know that's a symptom. And the next thing you know, there's going to be right. blow in the clubhouse. Yeah. And I don't want that yeah. to happen to the Cardinals again. I'm not We've saying I story. wasn't there for the party. Right. I'm just, can yes. we tuck our shirts yes. in and have a few years yes. of good behavior? Yes, I think Dorothy Light was all. She, we, the we, cocaine Cardinals. Yes. 1980. We get, we get it now. We get why people are like, hey, man, cut that goatee. Take that color out your hair. We get it now because Dorothy We know Light. where this ends. Yes, it like, ends with poor attendance in the early 90s because everyone's tired. That's what, yes, that's what it is. We that, found an it explanation. It ends with having to trade a great first baseman named Keith Hernandez. Uh, that, but again, you could also say maybe drugs have something to do with of it. Of course. So we can honestly say that the yeah, 80s, the went, 80s cocaine-infused time had is what led a, to a terrible run in the early 90s for the Cardinals. Oh, a little bit of a nose problem. Oh, I know who you can be. Uh-oh, here we go. Who we got? Who's you? Ken Hill. Who, me? No, him. Ken Hill Black? Yeah. Okay. I Black. Oh, I do remember Ken Hill. Yes. Oh, I do remember Ken Hill. You can be Ken Hill. Ken Hill was like the, the fourth guy in the rotation, and he was the brother. He was uh, He was cool. Ken Hill. I think his ERA probably had to hover around four or five, five. But Ken Hill was a oh, sharp-looking yeah. gentleman. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, right? 14-year career. Yeah. I think he was with the Rangers at one point after he left the Cardinals, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. He was with a couple teams. Yeah, he had a nice, he had a nice, he had a nice career. You could be Ken Hill. Okay, I could be Ken Hill. I'll be Trip Cromer. Trip Cromer, Ken Donovan Hill, Osborne and is... Keith Hernandez. No, he's Alan Watson. Or do I want to be I Donovan Osborne? I want to find a, a better one. I like that. But the Watson one's a good one, though. Is it, Or is it too much of a name, even? Who am I? That's not, oh, I'm not going oh, to even laugh at come that. Come on! You knew who it was. Come on! That's just a jerk move. <laughs> Get him, I could have been a lawyer. It's not even funny. It's just an asshole. It is! <laughs> You're right. an asshole. Yeah! We don't allow that anymore. <laughs> you get I, called out for being an asshole. The 80s, we, we haven't, I think these documentaries and everybody's like oh the over nostalgia with the stranger things and the documentaries i don't think we've taken a deeper dive enough that's a story within the story like there are things that we're kind of burying the lead here that's a how about an entire genre of shit music because producers and everybody were just coked out of their mind yeah that was honestly if you think about the 80s we've said it before in the show if you think about the 80s we shouldn't be here <laughs> That's this why country shouldn't exist. We were we were asleep at the wheel for an entire decade. We were just hung over for ten whole Russians, years. Russians weren't even going to attack us. We were just really paranoid. Right, from all the blow. <laughs> right. It was it wasn't the Cold War. It was high it was shit. Yeah. Russia was like, we're not even doing anything. Right. Hey man, I think they moving. Yeah. I think they moving tanks, dog, down in Cuba. <laughs> I think I saw some. Oh, I saw some Russian flags. Hey, vacation. Hey, what were you talking? Right. We were, I don't know, I don't, something about the 80s. I don't know how we got away with it, but we paying the price now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're paying the price. Mm -hmm. Technically, if you think about all the bigger decision makers in the country and around the world, mm. it came from the 80s. Trump, 80s. Trump was born in the 80s, baby. This was the, the really, brand. I really like what these yuppies are doing. I'm going to hold on to this. Think uh, about, like, even look at the Mitch McConnells of the world. You look at some of the, look at some of the more movers and shakers. They basically were born or bred in the 80s. So it kind of makes sense that we see what we're seeing now. Those guys, well, the guys were just, think they were hung over is, for 10 years. It's just that they were the ages as they progress and attain power over time. Yeah, right. Naturally, 
the progression would be. <laughs> That's part of it. Drug I understand what you're trying to say here. Those CNN documentaries matter. I, I, I have several it. friends that are sur- surprised that they made it out of that decade. Ah, look, when you look at it, you do the math, Chris. You just look at some of the stories. You just go, oh. my God. Can you imagine influencers comedy, comedy. in the 80s? Ask some older folks around town oh, about, comedy, the about bars oh, in the God. 80s, even in St. Louis. It's interesting. Yeah. Comedy exploded and then died in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, you had you had all within like a six year time frame. Uh, we'll say ninety one comedy kind of hit the down, but like the comedy boom and Dice Clay doing Madison boom, Square Garden, boom. like come on, we were oh god, oh god. Just looking back on, I don't know how we made it up that decade, man. That is that is we need a deeper dive into that. We I need some of the best historians on the planet to just sit down and have a heart to heart with America and go. We was this close, fam. We yeah. were this close to being don't, Venezuela. Don't we was this close. Up. Don't slip up. <laughs> you could go right back to it. There has to be uh, an investment banker currently alive that worked with some of the bigger power, power plays in the 80s. It's like, oh my God, those guys are still in charge? I need to use Does this Does anybody against, know what they're doing? I need to hmm. use this against my parents a little more. Like, you are welcome for surprising you with my birth in the first part of the decade. Oh, good point. Because kept, you would be you out of the clubs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, that's a good point, Chris. I should tell my parents. Yeah, that, we right? should tell our parents. Hey, man, you lucky yeah. you had us. Yeah. You lucky you being irresponsible at one time, and y'all didn't really know what yeah. condoms were, and y'all just did y'all thing, and then voila, I showed up. You're welcome. You're lucky. My nickname was Accident. I don't know how long. <laughs> you're lucky you're still... Is that what not happened? proud of me? That's another thing. That's another thing. Now we have to worry about when we go to therapy. Now, did my parents just have me just so they could stop doing coke? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. This my whole life has been meaningless. My dad stopped drinking and smoking for a while because of me. Sounds like a bad time. I apparently, you know, when I hear irony, oh no, apparently, like in kindergarten, this is kindergarten, All right? I don't know what we, we must have been talking about smoking or something. But I did some little project about smoking and what it does to your lungs, and I brought it home to my dad. Mm. And then my dad, I think it was like within a week, just quit cold turkey. Mm. Wow. He quit for like 25 years. My, my, that's he, interesting. He picked it up again occasionally here and there, and now he's not doing it again. Similar now. thing happened with us in seatbelts. I came home with my bullshit propaganda they give you at school. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody buckle up. You saw where I see both in the car? No. Yeah. I, I was a little shit, I guess. I would just repeat stuff my teacher said. I remember this. Like, Dad, when you don't wear your seatbelt, it makes me not want to wear it. And he's like, buckled up from then on. I, I just get annoyed thinking about myself having the gall to tell a grown man. Yeah, Larry providing for the Who the family. hell are you telling Larry yeah. Dog to put his seatbelt on? Well, you, my, are, you are the one who said, I'm pretty since. sure it's our Medjadon. <laughs> you are that kid. He did it out of, you are that kid. He, he did, he did it out of Thanks, Gardner. Yes. It was a bless your heart moment for him. He's like, all right, little buddy. We'll, we'll put our seatbelt on. My dad, my dad turned his life over to Christ after oh, he had no. me. <laughs> so what does that say? And that eventually led to Tom Joyner cruises. Yeah. Yeah, did like I don't like, but that's the thing. So now I really am questioning how, why, why am I here? I mean, I was here as a buffer from my parents' OD. I, I, we may have prevented our parents from OD, our births. We're three little miracles. (laughs) We are are three very fucking. (laughs) We're idiots. Look how we're trying to justify our existence. We saved our parents' lives.
lives. We're all we're trying to all trying to justify our existence <laughs> on the daily basis. Every, every day yeah. on Yale, this show. Uh, yeah. Every day. And on it this is show. a struggle. It is. <laughs> Yale with a uh, an addition. Comedy basically went on a hiatus in '92 when Kennison died and Carson retired. Carson was a launch pad. And Leno certainly was. Oh, not. very good point. Great point. Good point. That's a very good point. Well done, Yale. See, that's why we got to get Yale in here to really do a true breakdown of the '80s. I would love to break down '80s comedy. That, maybe we should try to consider that because I just the '80s man. Everything that happened from politics to entertainment to <laughs> just companies like we should do a documentary just style literally... series and put it on a cable channel hmm. and just call it the '80s. Imagine social media. People will watch. Tom Hanks could direct. Imagine being an influencer. Imagine having YouTube and Twitter in the 80s. You mean having an aerobics VHS? Yeah, that too. That was an influencer. Glad. Technology. That's what my mom liked. Mm. Susan Powder, the 90s. Yeah, she was 90s. I don't remember. What was Tybo? Tybo? That was 90s, 2000s. Yeah, 90s. Late 90s. Glad was the one my mom liked because it was like mornings on ESPN. What was the one with Susan Summers? Suzanne. Suzanne Summers. Bite your tongue. My apologies. She had the Bowflex, and that was an informer. No, that wasn't Bowflex. I thought she had the Thighmaster. Thighmaster, yes. Who had the Bowflex? Was Chuck Norris with one of them? I think Chuck yeah. Norris did the Bowflex at one point. Huh. That's where we were. It's, I'm, Tell I, you what. Amazing. It's just amazing to me how, like, I we know it, but drugs truly fueled our actions as an, as an entire, like, it moved industries. Like, cocaine motivated industries to do things like they weren't they weren't reasonable they weren't like greed was ridiculous like people were just like banks were loaning out phony loans like it was a free-for-all in the 80s what do you think it is now god i think well we will uh or what was it 12 years ago we'll break that yeah. down tell you what we'll do we're gonna take a quick break uh, we're gonna have erica rhodes come in you know her from uh formerly did a ton of work on uh, Prairie Home Companion on NPR. She was just on uh, Bring the Funny on NBC. She's been on Veep, actually. Uh, she's been on all kinds of things. She's at Helium Comedy Club tonight. We're going to take a break. We'll get her settled. Also got Chris Davis, his last appearance Aww. as he moves to Nashville from KSDK coming in. Stick with us. Hit share. Get people involved. It's going to be very fun. Erica Rhodes will join, and then we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. Welcome back to the show. Chris Demon, Travis Rowe, live at Midcoast Studio, joined by special guest Erica Rhodes. She's at Helium Comedy Club tonight, and she's uh, going to be up after Paint and Punchlines, which I believe you curated that idea. You're a big painter. Yeah, with the really into um, Bob Ross. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, I'm proud of you. I know you're just kind of getting up. You're on that L.A. schedule. We brought you some donuts if you want to eat oh, on wow. camera. I think that would probably <laughs> be the, the best, best thing for it. all of us. Hey, I'm just... not really camera ready right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fine. She was she was saying this. She was like dealing with her schedule and everything. And then I made the mistake of thinking, oh, we wouldn't, uh, you know, we'd have been fine if you hadn't. She's pissed now. That yeah, she I was like, came you, in. Would, you would have been fine. You don't need me. <laughs> you're what? There's no urgency to this at all. So I'd like to apologize. Thank you, dude. Please, on do. behalf of the show. Yeah, we, you we would not you. have been fine. There would be no show. <laughs> what would you have done? Well, we actually were going to close the studio, and then yeah. you walked in. We'll, we'll Thank remain open. you. Yes. Feed my ego a little bit. You Thank feed your God own ego. You're here. I, I was looking at your credits. You've been you've done so many cool things. It's it's a really it's an impressive list of acting, comedy. You're beautiful. You're hilarious. You're amazing. Don't even try. Stop 
now. You already messed up. <laughs> you wear that hoodie You've with been such fine grace. Without me. All my exes say the same thing. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, again, you can see Erica tonight at Helium. Get your tickets. Go see her. Highly recommend. Very funny. Uh, recently, we're on uh, Bring the Funny on NBC. Yes. We know some people that did that. How was that experience? Good time. It was fun. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, there's so many different stand-up things happening that <laughs> things. because as the as the comedy pool grows, like at least there's more opportunities at the top, right? Right. We're not gonna have a serious talk, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just not a, I'm not awake. Yet. She's so <laughs> much like, give yeah. me 20 I'm minutes. I'm like, wait, I have credits. <laughs> what are we talking? Who about? are you? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? Is this a radio? What is this? There's so many opportunities <laughs> if you only wake up. <laughs> Favorite part about traveling, go. Oh, when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> I love yes. that feeling of, I love sense. appreciating my own bed again. When yeah. you know. How much are you home? Two days Lately, I ha I was on the road for like over a month. Yeah. Then I just got home and I slept for like five days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. I was like, what am I do? What did I do? Where are we? I did a local show and they were like, I ran into a comic friend and they're like, what have you been up to? And I was and I was just like, I don't I don't know. Was it kind of like I this don't know what. I don't yeah, know it was kind of like this. Like you've done so much. No, I slept for five days straight. That's what I did. <laughs> is that the, is that the best way to tolerate a place like LA is being able to travel to other places then yes, come back? Yes, leaving. Okay, is the best yes, the best part, part of right? living in LA is leaving. If and you then, can't leave, then you yeah go crazy. That makes okay. sense. Like th that way, you can at least just enjoy the sunshine a little bit. Well, it is nice to go back to the sunshine. Right. You know, if you're like on the road and most places are cold like this, yeah. you go back like home this and you're like, it is yeah, St. Louis. <laughs> it's so cold today. It really is. Well, I that's you why grew I grew up in Boston. Up. Yeah, but that's also true. Come on. I've been in LA 14 years. Yeah, that's a little while. Yeah, I don't remember weather. My, <laughs> have you changed? <laughs> when you go back to Boston, do people go, "You've changed"? They don't. Yeah. They don't. Nothing's really changed. They just now they're like, like, "You haven't changed at all." <laughs> it's more like like LA stunts your growth, <laughs> and you just stay so, exactly good point. the good point. same. Right? <laughs> you're like, like you're just like how you were in high school. <laughs> a family. Yeah, a failure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <A> failure. <laughs> Huh, okay, so uh, where do we jump into, How? Uh, what's your favorite hoodie to wear when you're on the road? This one. That one? Can't you tell? Okay. Yes, I can. I wore this on the plane yesterday, and then I wore it again. This is just what I grabbed. Okay. Thank when I you. Well, I woke up five minutes before <laughs> I had to be here. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's our routine. But, yeah, but thank God I did, because what would you do without me? Well, and let's be honest, you can add this to your list of credits that you're not even aware of. Yeah, mm. exactly. Right? This is a big shot show, I hear. <laughs> oh, boy. Big Big deal. We have pictures will you with Tim Meadows the in the Will you put That's the camera on her, please? It's a no? big show here, <laughs> St. Louis. Big deal. <laughs> See how it feels when someone strokes your ego yeah, a little? It's, true. it's the first time. I don't know <laughs> how to react. <laughs> My mother just always kind of just stared at me when anything happens like this. So, all right, Erica. Have you done a show like this before where they do the, the painting beforehand? Oh, just interrupt this. Speaking of mothers, uh -oh. um... When I when I went home recently, my mom said that she would come visit me in LA if I did something big. Stop and I it, said, mom. What? I said, I said, like what? And she goes, Like a play. Oh, in LA? A play. In LA? No one's doing plays in LA. I don't do plays. You know, you go to the I haven't done a play for like 
12 year, you know, right. like 15 years. Mom, do you want me to go down to the San Diego Community Theater? Yeah. Like, where, what are we? Nobody's doing a play do in a LA. Play? And that's what she was like. If you do something big, like a play. Like a play. What? <laughs> like, what? So, you know what that means now? You have to write a one write woman a show. W- well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Just specifically Just so for my your mom. Oh, me. No. <laughs> a one woman show. It's, it's just called, called This Is For You, Mom. <laughs> this is for you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Erica Rhodes and her favorite travel hoodie take you through a trip. Comedy wonder. But but no, I haven't done the paint by number thing. What is it called? Paint and punchlines. Paint and punchlines. I haven't done that before. What is it? Uh, I think what they do is they invite some uh, folks that maybe haven't always been to comedy shows. They're into painting. They do like the paint by numbers kind of oh, thing. That's the kind of comedy crowd you, you paint? want. Paint? Yeah, you want. You want the painters. You want you know the much, almost painters. The, almost the amateur are, painters. <laughs> are do you know how much Chardonnay? <laughs> this is a big Chardonnay knife uh, for helium, <laughs> I would think. Yeah, that sounds like a. I don't. It sounds like an interesting project. I think that you're going to do it's a creative. wonderful job. Wait, I'm not doing that one. No, but you're at. They oh. paint and then they come in and see you. Oh, they do. I believe oh, so. Oh, so they're all relaxed at, yeah. like after painting, they're all focused. Look at like that. They yeah. a large, they'll be a bachelorette party they have style on their, type of room. They have on their dad's old button-down shirts with paint all over mm. it. Is that, do you think that's how they do? <laughs> no. I'm uh, trying to say, like, but you've been performing since 10, 11? Yeah. So your, your, your parents aren't at the point where they think almost everything you've done is pretty big? I feel like they would, since you started so I young, guess that's they why, would be. I guess why now we're going back to plays. <laughs> now play is like... <laughs> Exotic. They figured your mom. That was big. (laughs) You come home. There's clippings that say they're looking for someone to be the lead in Stone Soup. (laughs) My mom always wanted me to do musical theater. Like I think that's like Uh, what she like. It's not too late. Not too late, but that's like what she really, you know. That's what she really wanted me to do. Especially in Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah, especially in LA, where there is no theater that you want anyone wants to see. Not really. Okay, so whenever people do come out, I mean, you again, you mentioned the ten or eleven years old thing. Yeah. You were doing stuff with NPR for so long and so many different types of crowds. What are the difference between do people still a come out from the NPR stuff? I I would assume so. Yeah. Sometimes, especially in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. you know, like people in the Midwest know Prairie Home Companion. So, like those crowds, but you know, they're definitely usually an older crowd. But then yeah. there's some people in our generation that are like crazy about it, and yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be shocked. I'll be like, I was on Perry Home Companion, and I either expect them to just zone out, like they have no idea what it is, or they're like, really? <laughs> like those are the two reactions. They're like totally blank, like, huh? Oh, really? What's that? You know, Garrison who? <laughs> or they're like really impressed. Yeah. You know? We saw that a little bit. Uh, our our new pal, Alonzo Bowden, does a lot of stuff with, uh, with oh, NPR with new, and Wait, Wait, Don't one? Tell Me. Yeah, yeah. And, I uh, love Alonzo. He's a great guy. He's yeah. so nice. Yeah, he Super is. talented. Really yeah. Is. And usually nice when, you, when comics say that about another comic, there's like, they're not good at comedy, but they're friendly. He's, he's so funny. Ironically, part of the reason I'm here today, he doesn't know, well, he might know this, but when I did Montreal Com- New yeah. Faces, I was having brunch downstairs with and, and ran into him, and he pulled over all the helium people and was like, you got you to gotta oh, talk to wow, her. Oh, wow, that's and awesome. They saw my audition and liked it, but he like talked to me up and like 
kind of helped me. Oh, that's awesome. That. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you guys, were, you, there's no way you're both like super big motorcycle enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> she met she met at a, at a convention yeah. where they're going through in motorcycle engines or something. No, Montreal, yeah. that makes a yeah, lot of Montreal. sense. Montreal, but yeah. he w he's been really supportive of me and like... He's great. Yeah, he's always so funny. Yeah. He's really funny. Let's talk more about Alonzo. Let's Bode. just keep talking about Alonzo. <laughs> I can talk up other people more than myself. Okay, who, who else do you like to talk up? Um... Who do? Okay. Oh, now, now if Who's I'm on you? the spot, I don't know. What what comics have uh, oh, kicked Tom down doors pa for I you? I opened for Tom Papa Great, a bunch. Very funny. Oh, nice. Love Tom Papa. Yes. Did he make you bread? He didn't, but he. Kind of rude, Tom. He, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the camera? Yeah, Tom. <laughs> get on that. Tom. Tom and I were joking that we needed to be bigger divas, like. We were like hearing about what other comics demanded, and we were in Cleveland, oh. and like, and, and he and I were That's both a like, good place to start. we were just like, we're not asking for anything. Like, right. I was like, can we have some water, please? Yeah. And we're both like, we need to up our diva game. Like, we gotta like, we gotta like demand more. What do you get to that point though, when friend, you want, man. you feel confident enough to do that? I don't know if Tom Papa's not. I don't know. If <laughs> you got a while. Ever, you got a while. You just decide. You just decide. I'm gonna be a diva. Okay. We have a you we know? have a friend that uh, went and. He went to like a Sam's and bought a case of water because they started trying to charge him for water. And this is a guy who's headlined for 20 plus years. They started charging for he was water? He was at a club because he wanted bottled water. He didn't want the... So I was like, oh man, I always you gotta. want bottled water too. Oh, well, not... As she grabs <laughs> I was like, man, she's good. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't mean to didn't do even that. Mean I was all done. I was like... Damn, maybe you I should. Think her, I think her time is back. Yeah, I think she's woke. Travis, her mom's right. <laughs> she should be acting. That was good. It was so subtle. Yeah, it was really subtle how he grabbed that water. I would prefer I I would bottles. Prefer. <laughs> it's funny because talking about water made me thirsty, but then as I said, I want a bottle, I grabbed the water. glass but by accident, but then it seemed like a subtle dig, but I didn't mean it like that. You know what I'm excited about? Just when she's going to get warmed up and like kind of comfortable with us, she's going to be like, all right, well, that's our time. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, guys. Are you saying I'm not comfortable or warmed up? Uh, I think you're listen, Erica, this has been a tough one. And this it's, has not been linear. Don't you like a non... <laughs> it's a non-linear <laughs> interview. <laughs> Those are the best interviews yes. when it's like you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, Like, they don't yes. care about my answers. <laughs> like, what did you do to... Uh, it is, too, where it's like, care. what's your process in comedy? Yeah, no, they don't care. Have you? No. But have you done the morning show interviews? Because we've had communities oh. where they do the morning show interviews, but I don't know if you've done one, like, say, in a city like St. Louis, where they will bring on the comedian after they ooh, tell ooh, their ooh, audience ooh. about Some three murders thing. that took yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. So Sh <laughs> I was on there. You, we, were, who we, was were, there? we were announcing, we were announcing um, a giant, we were going to do this giant comedy stage at this huge rock festival here. And it's me and a very funny comic from here. And <laughs> child drowns three miles from the station. Chuck it to the comedy guys, and what just, did we're, you say? we're just like, what do you? <laughs> I could see. Uh, well, we don't. Uh, hope we drown and laugh. Best so to the family. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, best just oh, sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> to up drown your spirits. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, absolutely terrible. Have you done that? Sorry to step on that. Yeah. Have you had? Have you had that situation? No, actually, to be honest, I don't think I have. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've I've had good luck. So do you want to try yeah. breaking? We have okay. a seventeen-car pileup, thirty fatalities. You're at Helium tonight. Good morning. Yeah, it seems like the world is falling apart. Boom. But, but it, if you, <laughs> you, you want to have a laugh, mm -hmm. in the meantime... <laughs> in the meantime. In the meantime... <laughs> well, it's falling apart. <laughs> right before the apocalypse hits. In the uh, meantime. Comes the Erica Rose. <laughs> 
guys are too easy a crowd. I feel like I can say anything. I'm killing it. Uh, we're killing. getting ready for this evening, right? I know. Well, actually, last night was really fun. The crowds, was it? Yeah, good. the crowds are really good here. I agree. Yeah. Maybe it had mm -hmm. to do with your talent. No, Let's they were good before I got out there. I was like, they're good. Mm -hmm. You know, we judge them. They don't know how much we judge them. We judge them. them. <laughs> they think they're judging. No, we're like, are they good? How are they? Right. That's fair. Do, yeah. you, do you judge fashion choices of the crowd? No, like you should see the judgy. guy at table thirty-two and that button down. No. Mm -mm. Do you? No. <laughs> Actually, I don't I judge people do. that come I here in hoodies. Do. I probably do judge people without realizing it, but I'm not like, oh, mm -hmm. what are they wearing? Yeah. Yeah. I judge like, them more by like, do they like me? And if they don't, their brains. Do they like what I'm wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to scream at so so you have Veep as a credit on yeah. yours. Um, I need you to scream at somebody the next time you feel not validated. I was on Veep, and I want to full on meltdown. Do you know who I am? Yes. I was. I had no! I had a line on Veep once. <laughs> on Veep. <laughs> Travis, do you want to ask her how she got onto Veep? No, I would imagine by her top. I don't she had to sleep with a few people. Yes. <laughs> Up top. Hell yeah. I mean, how else do you think we make it in this world? How do you think I got this podcasting gig? I mean, come gig? on. We, had, we were having a conversation <laughs> earlier in the hour about um, how we believe we've saved our parents' lives from the 80s. Thank cause you. Because we're 80s babies, and we think our parents were on their way to basically ODing. We come out of clubs. Us. Do you sometimes feel like that, being an 80s baby yourself? Do you sometimes wonder, by my parents' Having me, I technically saved them from. Uh, Might have helped life if you were hell. here for the half an hour conversation <laughs> that led up. I just, to I want to know. I just, I'm, I, because I, I, I'm. We've had the discussion that the '80s, we should not have made it as a country out of the mm -hmm. '80s. Like we were. Think of the music we and everything that was happening. And just, yeah, just I think so the much '80s cooking. were a cool time, though. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. But at the same time, we should probably be dead. Some of the things that our parents yeah. did in the '80s were pretty irresponsible to say the least mm -hmm. really see i had different parents okay. i had my mom's a musician a classical musician mm -hmm. we didn't have tv until i was like eight. Oh, are you serious yeah i didn't even have tv yeah oh, and we didn't wow. have a computer until i was like so in you, high school you missed like the first the first four seasons of the simpsons as a child yeah i only watched full house Oh, oh no. wow! That yeah. explains a few things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I loved Full House. Don't judge me. <laughs> have you got to work with Dave Coulier or Bob Saget? You probably. Oh, have. Dave actually hosted my first. Like I did Gotham. Dave. Gotham Live. Yeah, Dave. Dave, Dave and I are like this. Dave, they're both. Yeah, he hosted funny. my Gotham. He did. He has no idea who I am. But Was that surreal? <laughs> That had to be surreal. It wasn't really. You're like, yeah. I'm over everything. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <Just, laughs> she's been performing since she was 10. Like, right. Ah, but yeah. but yeah. if I did a play with him. Of course. Mom would notice. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I really want you to write this one woman play now that you, your mother <laughs> well, has forced you to uh, do. Excuse me. We <laughs> have a for you, Mom. We have a writer in the room. Yeah. Could you two team up? For this, uh, yeah. you can make this happen. She just I'm said sure. no. Uh, <laughs> Did you say no? I didn't say no. Oh, I, I was said, hoping you I said, said no. yeah. I said yeah. <laughs> All right, Travis, what direction would you take it? Yeah. What would how what would be the opening? Mm -hmm. What's the opening scene? Have you seen like the open to Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez? No. Like, just this big dance. I've only number. seen. I've only seen enough. Wow. I was I've only seen just it. me sitting in my car alone, <laughs> yeah. staring out Thank the you. window. <laughs> <laughs> The only Jennifer yeah, Lopez, a Boston winner, just stayed at the... Yeah, I was, right. I was picturing... Why do I picture every woman show starting out like... <laughs> it was just me, alone. <laughs> I don't know 
why fake driving is yeah. like the quintessential one woman show. Yes. <laughs> in a chair too. And you over exaggerate when you sit down and yeah, when you're yeah, doing you're things. Yeah, you're just like, oh. yeah. And then you like stare out the window, and then you do this. And well, I, here, I don't know kick why it off. We've got the camera. Kick it off. Here we go. Oh, uh, there she is. And so curtains. And this is oh. when I realized. Oh, you're going to narrate? This is when yeah. I realized, fuck that shit. Oh. I'm going to be a comic. Okay. And then that's where the story begins. Oh, wow. I like that. That's I like great. that. Fuck this shit. Fuck we this don't shit. even know what we're that's talking about. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all wondering. <laughs> I got... <laughs> I think we've got a hit. Yeah. I think we've got... Aren't you glad you got out of your hotel bed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's an Oscar-worthy <laughs> response. Uh, what is good. this? That's one of Do our... Do you like coffee? I love coffee. I got you that. Really? I re- I'm serious. Yeah. That's our, our sponsor, Snappy it, Bigman. It's locally it, made. Yeah. Do I have to grind, grind it? Yeah. Will they do it at the hotel? Will they grind it for yeah, me? Yeah, just tell them that you were a Prairie Home compa- companion. Here, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I was... Veep! <laughs> Veep! Uh, you could all, you could In all, St. Louis, you just show people your IMDb page, and that's fine. They'll give really? you Really? Oh, yeah, we're so simple here. You we're know what? Happy Are you, will you drink that at the hotel? Yeah. I'll grind it here for you. You will? Not even kidding you. You were on Veep. I owe you that much. Wow. Now You're I'm feeling up. like the royal treatment. <laughs> That makes up for no bottled water. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Erica Rhodes, I think this has been a special time. I wish yeah. we could talk for three hours, but Me you have too. to go this back to bed fun. and do oh, whatever is, you do. That, that flew by. Yeah. It did. Yeah. We were here for a bad scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got through all my credits. Mm-hmm. All of them. <laughs> Every single What's the most uh, traumatic thing that's ever happened to you on stage? Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's a good question. Traumatic? Mm-hmm. On stage. Oh. Other than Dave Collier flubbing your name when he brought you up. What's the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to me on stage? I mean, well, I well, well, I d- okay, so I did um I did the Howie Mandel gala. Okay. And it and, <laughs> and I accidentally shook his hand. Oh, <laughs> he yeah, had a that mental breakdown. Yeah. So and, and that's like in front of 3,000 people and I was really nervous and right before I went through a breakup with my boyfriend and then he was backstage because he's a comic and he for some reason had to be backstage right before I was doing jokes about him that I wasn't sure whether shut he had heard up. yet. Uh, shut and up. I was just we, like, is this is, can I Google this? Who who was your ex? I'm not gonna tell you. I'll find out. <laughs> just like a guy. Yeah, but it was just one of those feelings it was one of those feelings of like, what are you doing here? Like right. and, and also he had made me nervous because he had said something a little bit like when I told him I was doing the gala, I think he was a little jealous because he does the galas, and he was like, "He's like, are you sure you're ready for that?" Oh uh, no! What? Yeah, he said that. So are you I really gonna make me Google? No, you're not gonna find out. It's not. We didn't okay. ever. We were never public. I'll send a text. I'll tell you after the. Okay. <laughs> I'll gr- while I'm grinding your you. beans. Yeah, but so so and yeah, and so then he was just backstage, like right before I went out, and he had already made me really nervous. Like, uh, am I ready for this? Stop. And so like I just like, it was like a, it you know, and I was like, why is he here? Why is he just yeah. happen to be backstage? Well. And I really felt like it was kind of a mess with me. Right. Like, but then I you got out there and killed him. <laughs> I did okay. And then I came back and he was gone. Okay. Well, that's but maybe showing some motivation. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. But I, yeah. I did jokes about him, right, like, that I wasn't sure if he had heard. And they got like applause breaks. And I wasn't sure if he like waited. And it, I, I didn't know how long he Is it obvious it's a, that it's about him? Only yes. to him? Only to him or to others? 
Oh, only to him. That's yeah. that's. He has I jokes think that's about fair me game. too. He has jokes about me. But but it was done out of the joke. It wasn't done out of oh, I'm gonna get him back. It was like oh, this is shit. It's funny. I'm gonna yeah, use it. Yeah, it was just. Well, funny. she didn't yeah. tweet it and tag him too. Right. Like, yeah, no, yeah. he never. He I don't think he ever got mad about the joke. That's super fair game. But you think it's mad? But I th- it has to be funny though, right? If yeah, it was do it, funny. Okay, they so were that's funny. That's what the guy be concerned about. I was like, oh, that's a good joke. No, they were funny jokes. Okay, so that's all that matters. Those are jokes that I like do better than any of my other jokes. He's probably, like, honestly, he, knowing him, he probably takes credit. He's probably like, I mean, I basically wrote that joke. Said, no, you didn't write said, that. <laughs> you said a really weird thing, and I put it in a joke. That's hilarious. Yeah. I Erica Rhodes, uh, you can write as many jokes about us as you want, Thanks. and you can oh. see her. Maybe Aww. she'll come Aww. up with a few tonight at Helium Comedy Club, and you can get yes, tickets come. online. Check them out. Okay. What a true delight it's been. Likewise. Thank you so much, Thank you so much you for having me, guys. You guys are really it. fun. Thank you. I agree. Erica yeah. Rhodes, she's at Helium <laughs> Tonight, we've got her some snappy Big McCoffee. We're going to take a break. Chris Davis from KSDK is moving to Nashville. He's been doing news Thank here in God. St. Louis. Thank you. <laughs> Erica's got him out. He's so fucking <laughs> happy. We got him some World's Fair donuts, and uh, I'll be right back. i got to go grind some coffee.